we would like to thank everyone who helped us out in our inaugural Valentine's Day pledge drive, whether it was financially, through donating food, or just listening in. Your time is not up, though. We are still accepting donations until February 20th. Your generous donations go to helping broadcast students flourish. So pledge your love with U92. U92 The Moose is your home for the best sports coverage you're going to find here on the campus of West Virginia University. It all starts on Wednesdays from 6 to 10. It's the Sports Block on U92. From 6 to 8, we're talking WVU sports with a tilt towards on-campus coverage. From 8 to 10, it's the Sports Page taking a look at all the national stories you want to hear the U92 sports staff talk about. Then, at the bottom of every hour, tune in for breaking news on all of the top stories in sports by members of the U92 staff. And finally, live sports on U92 The Moose are the bread and butter. Tune in for coverage of both WVU soccer teams, women's basketball, baseball, and WVU hockey live on U92, 91.7 FM, and U92TheMoose.com. You're not going to want to miss any of the sports here on U92. Baseball season is back on U92. Catch every home game on 91.7 with coverage starting a half an hour before first pitch. you got to put the ball in play. 0-2. He does put the ball in play. There down the right field line. One run is in. Two runs are in. Abernathy being waved home. There is no throw at the plate. It's a double from Dane Leonard. A three-run double. With great non-conference series against the likes of Penn State, Xavier, Pitt, and Marshall, you do not want to miss this season. Smith ready, the one-two, swing and a miss again. Smith gets out of it, he inherits two runners and no outs, and strands both of them at second and third. Join the sports staff as they cover the Mountaineers series for the Big 12 Conference this spring, right here on U92 with the Moose. That's the ball game. West Virginia takes down number 18, Texas in Morgantown. It's Sarah Bates now. Two seconds on the shot clock. She's got to throw one up. Hits the rim and she hits it. Sarah Bates from deep. U92 The Moose, home of West Virginia women's basketball right here on 91.7. With pregame, halftime, and postgame analysis of every Mountaineer home matchup. She gets a screen from Watson. Now kicks it over in the well corner. It's open for Danny Nichols at the buzzer. She hits it. Danny Nichols, 56-48 West Virginia. Great ball movement there. What a play by the Mountaineers. Join the sports staff for all the coverage here on 91.7. From West Virginia University, this is U92. It's now time to beat the clock on U92 The Moose. Talking sports for the next two hours. Here's the team. Welcome in. It's Beat the Clock. It, good Lord, was it hard to do that today, fellas. And Anissa. Well, some people follow how much water to put in their mac and cheese. Others don't. Six all right? cups? I feel like that's a lot for one measly box. What are you going to do? I don't know. Call Kraft and tell them. I'm not I the one who made the box. Jeez, others don't. Six, right? I, 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 say the, I can't, I say, can't the say the full saying, saying on air. air. Good, good Lord. Lord. I'm, I mean, positive. I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm a little, little negative. negative. It's America. It's America. American dream. American dream, baby. I don't, I don't smile. 
but I but I should be able to be able to stream as many things as you want. You know. I'm very I'm very sore. Yep, it's uh, beat the clock, but uh, this morning it's the Big Mac and Tan show. Just, yeah. just Tanner Lambert and Brian McQuellen here with you, as uh, <laughs> Anissa is still not in town, and then the other guys they didn't make it, man. Didn't make it in. They didn't beat the clock. This they, morning, Brian. We beat the clock, man. It was, it was a nice weekend, but you know, I always try to you know make sure I get enough sleep to show up Monday, seven a.m. And you know, here we are, beautiful Monday here. Yeah, I, I, I'm proud of you for making it in. Thank you. Way to go, buddy. I tried, man. Dude, I haven't seen you. It's been it's been crazy. I think that's the longest I've gone without seeing you since like, I don't even know. I could. August. Yeah, well, I guess not kind of winter break, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But like, it, it, yes, that was it, it, it. I was lonely, man. I think I called you like when you were there for like you were only there for like two hours. I had to give you a ring. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was up in Fairbanks at Luke Blaine's. Uh, cottage that he's got up in Alaska. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're living life? Yeah, you can learn more about Luke Blaine's uh, Alaska home on Mountaineer Sports Insider podcast you can subscribe to, and that's uh, me and him on there. Huh. Um, yeah, we, we, we go in deep dives about what he goes up to Alaska to right. do. So. He's a big Alaska guy? He's up there a lot? Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to go check it out, so that's oh, where I was. That's fun. Yeah, uh, so that was good. Um you know, so you said you had a good weekend, right? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty solid. I mean, other than, you know, the basketball game and whatnot. But yeah, for the most part, you know, I just kicked it back, enjoyed my weekend, caught up on some sleep, did That's some good. work. That's you know, good. Usual, usual weekend. Yeah. You want to talk about basketball start here? Yeah, sure. Go okay. for it. All right. Well, uh, yesterday the women played Texas, and on Saturday the men played Texas Tech. <coughs> uh, we'll start with the men. Uh, yeah, that, that was a very costly it, it, loss. It was a back and forth game. Yeah, I believe they're up by eight with a couple four minutes left, maybe. Yeah. So it was just as you're saying that. Well, I mean, to me, yeah, that, that's a loss that you don't like to see. Um, but I've been saying it really since Big Twelve play started, and uh, I, you know, I'm probably on Twitter a little too much looking at it, mm. but I wasn't really able to watch the game fully. So I wanted to see what the vibes were. Um, and that's probably not the best place to go, Brian, to be honest with you. Nah. Um, it was it – was, uh, it's always negative. I think no matter what, yeah. the reaction on Twitter. So it, it's really not a good place to see how it is. I know that the Coliseum was sold out. Yeah. So you can't tell me fans aren't bought into this team. I'm not going to uh, believe that. Uh-huh. Um, my magic number was 18. The goal at the beginning of the year was to make the tournament. Still Those possible. things are still possible. Mm-hmm. 18 wins, I think, gets this team into the tournament because of what this conference is. How they get those, we'll see. Um, I know we aren't even talking about the game yet. They're 15 and 12 overall. Yes, 4 and 10 of the conference is not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. You're going to finish at the bottom of the league. Not ideal. But in a league that is this good, it really is how the ball bounces some nights. Yeah. And it just feels like a lot of these nights it's not gone West Virginia's way, but they're home tonight against Oklahoma State, a game that they can win for sure, a game that they should have won earlier in this year when they were in Stillwater, but they, that was when the team's major, major <coughs> problem was free throws. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, You know, they, they, they have tonight. Then they go on a trip out to Kansas to play uh, the Jayhawks first and then the Cyclones, and they've already beaten the Cyclones, and 
that Kansas game, when you go look at it, yeah, the final score is not great, but Kansas started the game 7-7 seven seven from beyond the arc. Bill <laughs> Self said he doesn't remember a team of his that's done that. You know, like, yeah. that kind of gets back to what I was saying about, you know, sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. Um, and that's an example of it for sure. Uh, and so, you know, if they can split those games and go 1-1 one and one and they can win tonight, uh, then you're at 17 wins, and then you host Kansas State, a team that you should have beaten at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Uh, and that was another game where the free throws didn't go your way. Uh, I, I, I cannot figure out why, and maybe it is just people being way, way too invested, um, in what's going on, but you can't just be so reactionary with this team every time they play. I, I don't think that that's fair to them. And I don't think that it's fair to yourself, right? You can't live and die with every loss saying the season is on the line every game. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I, I get the idea of it, but it's not true. It's not college football in that way right now. Um, you have three top 20 games coming up. They've played a top 25 team every game since they played uh, Texas Tech last time. I mean, Every game in the Big 12 has been a top 25 game, essentially, unless it was Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or Kansas State. Hmm. They're all top 25 games, right? They, yeah. they just had that three-game stretch where, or you could say four out of five, they played Auburn, TCU, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Texas, Baylor, and then Tech. So only two of those games were not against a top 25 opponent, and four of those games were top 12 games. Uh, and, and then you got the Cowboys tonight, and then you play – Number uh, right now, t- uh, Kansas is five. Then you play Iowa State, who's nineteen, and then you play Kansas State, who's twelve. Yeah, it's not I, getting much easier. No, it's not getting <clears throat> easier. But the ability to add more yeah. quad one wins you to your st- resume is right there. Yeah, and you, in their defense, other than maybe the Texas game and the and the uh, what was the other game, the Texas game and the Kansas game earlier in the year, yeah. every every loss has been within reach, whether it came down to free throws, even if it was a couple missed calls. Um, every game, that's what the benefit of this league, of this conference, is every game has been really competitive, obviously outside of those few games that I mentioned. So, you know, as we said, magic numbers are 18. You know, they should take care of business tonight. I'd like to think they will. And then, you know, at Kansas, that's not going to be easy. You know how the refs are in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, right. But, um, that's what we love to say. Yeah. Um, but they've proven they can beat any of these teams, really. So if they go three out of four, they go three out of they're four. In. They're a lock. They're a lock because that would be they two go top two out of wins. four. You could say they're a lock depending on which ones they win. Yeah, you know if they if, if they beat Kansas and Kansas State, that's two top yeah, t- twelve wins right there yeah. to add. After you've already beaten fifteen Auburn, after you've already beaten fourteen TCU at the time. Uh, yeah, it's just those those five. I don't like to. Um, I don't want and you've to, already and it was eleven Iowa State you've already beat yeah. you've already got three top twelve wins mm-hmm. yeah and then you also have and then you have multiple TCU top twenty well. five yeah. wins right yeah. I was saying top twelve and, and you had the TCU and the Auburn games and I mean you're you're at five games or yeah. so you've won in the top twenty five so how many teams do you see the Big Twelve getting to this tournament would you say because Texas Tech's resume well, is not looking too bad either I mean dude honest to God if West Virginia can win. Like it, what, what? What it's going to take is Tech and West Virginia putting some wins together here, mm-hmm. and then it, like say I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if Oklahoma goes to Kansas City and wins the Big Twelve, yeah. I think every team makes it. <laughs> and I'm not lying. <laughs> no, that, that yeah. it, it's true. Yeah. 
and Oklahoma is literally beaten. Did they beat Texas? They beat somebody. I know uh, they they I, I, beat I, I, uh, they schedule. beat Alabama, obviously. Right, they beat the but number they, two team in yeah, the country by thirty. Thirty, yeah. Um, so it's like any given night, these teams can really take care of business. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. They uh, they beat Kansas State. They beat Bama. Uh, they beat West Virginia. Obviously, they've beaten Texas Tech. That Kansas State game was when Kansas State was in the top ten, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and they have they've had some injuries to Kansas State, I believe. Right. Um, but they're still a top 12 team yeah, they're still right there. now. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not saying Oklahoma's going to go win the Big 12 tournament, but if they did, I think every team in the league makes it. Mm. If the other teams, like West Virginia and Texas Tech, can get yeah. some wins together because everybody else is at least 500 in the conference. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. That would be crazy. And, if... and if Oklahoma doesn't, West Virginia can win, you know, two out of four, and then they can go win one in Kansas City. They're, they're in for yeah. sure, too. So... Uh, and, and that's nine out of ten. That's not yeah. that bad as a league, um, uh, you know. I, so, like, based on the standings right now, if you're just looking at them, so do the first two seeds get a buy? Is that how it works? Uh, no, it's the first seed. I want just the first seed. So I, now they because because what they do is they, <coughs> they'll have the bottom two play first. Oh so yeah. Like if it were to start today, um, I, I don't know how they'd quite figure it out because literally Kansas and Texas both have the same. Home in a way records in the conference. They're both ten and four in the conference. I think overall record Kansas. Yeah, has, Kansas yeah. has a one game advantage on overall record. Mm-hmm. So okay, we'll say Kansas gets the bye. Well, then West Virginia and Oklahoma are going to play. Uh, if it were to start today, um, and then the winner of that would probably w- w- would go and play Kansas. That's why that Texas Tech game was bigger than yeah. than what it really was Just on Saturday was for the seeding yeah. in the Big 12 because if West Virginia would have won that game they'd be 5 and 9 in the conference rather than 4 and 10 and it'd be Texas Tech and Oklahoma playing for the last game. But there's no reason that that still can't happen. Mm. Um and I mean, you know, anything could really happen at this point. There's still four games left, uh, or five games left, actually. Uh, or no, it's four. I can't count, Brian. Yeah, four regular season games. Four regular season games left. Mm-hmm. Um, and West Virginia's got a ton of opportunity in front of yeah. them. That, that, that's, I think, the other reason why I'm so, like, I, re- relaxed is not the right word, Brian. But Optimistic? No, because I never have hope. If you have hope, that's you'll true. be disappointed. That's what I say. You know? right, that's fair, I guess. Um, but, like... I guess just not negative. Yeah. Right? It's not like I'm sitting here relaxed, but uh, it's kind of just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to look at this game against Texas Tech on Saturday and say that was one you definitely could have had, and it feels like we've said that a couple times this year. Um, But then you go and look at the actual numbers, not just the final score, and, you know, there's a couple (coughs) that really, really, really stand out at you, right? Yeah. Uh, And it's just... That I think that that's the more interesting thing if you look at it. Uh, this Texas Tech game, there were a lot of things that just didn't go their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they had that, but, the, but a lot of it was kind of self-inflicted. Yeah, and also one. Well, their their uh, Texas Tech's big guy. I forgot how to pronounce his name. Uh, Amac or something. I'll not say yeah. it, but he was like thirty-three percent from the free throw line, and then goes ten for ten against us. So it's, right, yeah. You know, just. You know, they, um, and yeah, so no, not seventy-eight, seventy-two is the final, so it's a six-point loss, right? Um, yeah, it's right there. So, all right, I, I got the stats pulled up, most of them. Uh, West Virginia, twenty-eight rebounds to thirty-nine. Yeah, that's the biggest number. I yeah, think. they got out rebounded a lot. Uh, out rebounded quite a bit. 
uh, 10 offensive rebounds for the Mountaineers. Um, not good enough there. Uh, Tech had 15 and they had 24 defensively. Uh, and West Virginia had 18 defensively. So that's a big difference. West Virginia only shoots nine free throws. As a yeah, they got to the free So throw an inability off. to draw fouls there and get to the line is important. Um, but 11 to 28 from three, uh, that's not the worst. 39% in the game, you'd take that most nights. 43% from the floor, that's not bad. You'd take mm-hmm. that most nights. But Tech just is more efficient. They shoot 47% from the floor on the same amount of shots. Yeah. So that's, that, that's your to. difference right there, yeah. Brian. Uh, yeah. Stevenson had uh, 27, and Keedy had 20. And then other than that, Nobody else. a lot of low numbers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Conquo with five, though. Uh, two at two from the floor, one at two at the line. You know, it, it's just, I mean, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, they just didn't get the chances from the refs or something. No, no, no. They, they had it. Yeah. They definitely had opportunities. Yeah. And you go back and you look at some of these free throws that were missed on one-and-ones and and-one and one opportunities where yeah. West Virginia does not grab the door or the uh, the board uh, and then Tech's able to get a second-chance point out of it. Um, Tech as a team, second-chance points, they had 12. Yeah. 15 points off of the turnovers. 20 points off the bench, 42 underneath. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge difference to West Virginia's 18 underneath, eight second-chance points, and seven off the turnover. Yeah, it's also, yeah, it's, also it's going to be hard to win a game in the Big 12 when you know your third leading scorer has five points. Like you just need, <laughs> yeah, you need more. That's a fair point, too. Because yeah, like, to think they only lost by six, and 47 of, 47 of their points came from two players... You know, that's that's I guess, I don't know. If, I, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good thing in the, in a way that they only lost by six. Like if they had, I mean, it's not it's not really any one person's fault, but like, well, yeah, you know, it's no. just as a whole that team. Nobody right. else really stepped Trey up. Trey Mitchell has three points and it's a three, but yeah. then he grabs nine boards. It's yeah, like they're doing other doing things. Nothing. Yeah, because yeah, people they they want to see the points, which is great. I get you it. Can't, yeah, it's not just that. But no, you're right. Five is not enough for them. Yeah, just in the Big Twelve game, you're gonna need. You're going to need more than that. Right, to you win. need Jimmy Bell to have more than one, um, or Trey Mitchell to go off a little bit more. You need you need you need ten from a couple guys yeah. too. Um, I think Mitchell's got a big game coming for him soon because he's been. Uh, yeah, I don't. Down. It's ever since that game in Austin. Yeah, it, it looks like he, he maybe his confidence rattled, is down. Kinda, yeah, um, Which, and he's he's he showed like he's one of our best players. He yeah. just I, I think he's going to have a big game tonight. Um, we just got to he all sometimes you know as a, as a former basketball player all it takes is one good game to get you back in the groove. He hasn't shot the ball particularly well. hasn't taken great control of the ball, but he's shown that he's he's shown flashes that he can really lead this team. Obviously, when Stevenson's not shooting the ball, he shot the ball you know pretty solid last game, but he's not going to put up twenty seven every single game. And our team, I mean, I'm sorry, West Virginia is going to go as far as you know Trey Mitchell takes him. Just as he's one of our, the best players, he's going to have to step up down the you know last couple games of the season. Yeah, and you know he's kind of a guy that is outside most of the time, um, and. He doesn't always have to be that, I don't think. No. He's a good he's a great post player. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. There's more to his game and I just think that they're not doing what they can to maybe unlock it. Mm-hmm. Uh and so that's not great. So they got the Cowboys here tonight. The Oklahoma State Sooners come in and they've played each other already. Um West Virginia had sixty points and Oklahoma State had sixty seven. Another really, you know, two possession game. Yeah. That definitely came down to free throws at the end. Uh, and at the free throw line the first time, West Virginia was 17-28. Yeah. 
Uh, 5 of 18 from 3, 19 of 52 from the floor. Uh, and Steven had that second technical in that yeah, game. Yeah, costly that. technical, yeah. Um, and, you know, they need him on the floor at the end. Uh, Oklahoma State, 12 of 17 at the line, 5 of 16 from the free or from the three-point line and 25 of 52 from the floor no techs yeah able to you know do more i guess west virginia out rebounded them last time it, it was the free throws in that game yeah. that's 11 you lose by six uh seven and mm-hmm. i mean it's right there to win yeah they, um, they just weren't able to pull it out uh so you know i think that it's a good matchup for them tonight and I think you're right. It's one that they definitely have an ability to win. It's just, are they going to do the right things uh, to do so? Yeah. Uh, I think that Stevenson's comments <laughs> after Saturday were really interesting. I his what? Have, his comments after the game. Oh, what do you say? I, I don't have them pulled up. Let me see if I can find them. Um, but, you know, usually, especially at a home game, you have multiple players come out and talk after the game. Yeah. And it was only Stevenson after the game, and then Hugs came on after him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if it's in this article here. Uh, now there's none of Stevenson's quotes in here, but you know Huggins uh, said that the team got careless. They lost their intensity, particularly defensively. Once they had the eight point lead, it kind of got away from them. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia missed the final six shots of the game. Yeah. I'm talking about Saturday. Yeah. Um, you know that 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 might be part of the reason why they lost yeah. too. You go 0 for, 0 for 6 in the last four minutes. And they look tight game like that, yeah. yeah. you're not going to win it. No. Nah. Um, what do you think of the um, – I mean, the last couple of games we've seen kind of like a different rotation. Like we've just seen other guys play a little bit more than others. Like we've seen more of Sumnick. We've seen more of just, you know, other guys. So you think that's just him looking for like a, a spark off the bench? I think so, and I think that some of these guys, they uh, – there are sometimes matchup problems yeah that's true other team defense like like some personnel uh shoot it outside kind of yeah he's did some he's came in there and he hasn't like he he came in grabbed 10 at the end of that texas game yeah obviously it was way out of contention when they were in austin but Mm -hmm. uh stevenson after the game said there's no energy that's what it is or was excuse me um that's not good i was gonna say (laughs) there was a sold-out crowd you know, yeah. The uh, players, you got to bring energy, and I, I don't think in games like that, I don't know if it, in a, I don't know if it comes down to really energy. I mean, look, he's playing the game; he'd know better than me. But in a game like that, I mean, I think it comes down to really those the last two minutes where well, you don't make yeah, any I mean, shots. You're also getting out rebounded eleven times. Yeah, so that's fair. Over fourteen times. Yeah. Uh, some of those turnovers were awful. Yeah. Huggins was confused on how a fifth year player can just throw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. Uh that's what I'm. St- I think it's more of that than anything else. Right. You know, like like energy is important, but like energy is not really an excuse when you're playing in front of fourteen thousand people. Yeah. You know, but again, Stevenson, his shot making has kept us in a bunch of games. So, you know, he's he's. Yeah, I mean, he's <coughs> definitely won them some games. You yeah. Doing all right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just early morning jitters. Just nervous. What? You, what okay. Nervous for the week. All right. Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. All right. That was that, okay. I I don't know what you. <laughs> I got I got I got I got nervous. I haven't seen you in a couple of days. You know. Oh okay. All right. All fine. Right. Cool. Um. The the other the other quote. This is the one I was really looking for. I just wanted to make sure I got it right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say anything wrong. Uh, he said it was not wanting to win. 
Uh, and then that's what Eric uh, said. I, yeah, I'm going to skip ahead in the quote a little bit. Uh, I don't care who you are playing. We didn't come to play as a team, and we deserve to lose. Deserve so, to lose. Wow. Uh, yeah, not that's not really what you want to hear, Bry. No. Nah. Um, so we'll see what happens tonight if they come out with a little more fire underneath them. They're going to need to. Yeah. No, I know. I mean. <sighs> If they drop tonight, if they I don't I don't think about the negatives, but if things don't go as planned tonight, Tanner, this 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 gonna be a tough last stretch. Yeah, you know? it, it definitely will. Not be. gonna help with the, just the schedule ahead, where they got to travel, where they got to go. Um, they're gonna have to really rack up some big wins here. It's definitely possible. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna count anybody count us out yet. I mean, we still got four yeah, opportunities you know, you, to you, add this, to add to our resume. Yeah, I don't think you can count this team out yet. No. All right, let's move on to the women. Yeah, the women were on national TV yesterday. That's always fun to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. They were on ESPNU playing down in Austin. Funny mm-hmm. enough, uh, as we talk about that, West Virginia women's basketball seven and seven in the Big Twelve right now. They're tied for fourth, or sorry, fifth in the conference. Yeah, so that's not bad, no. especially in the first year under Coach P. She's done a lot of good things. Sixteen and nine overall. They play Texas Tech next, uh, yeah. right? Or no, that game will not be here. Excuse me, that's on Wednesday down in Lubbock. Uh, the game that will be on U92 is Saturday's game against K-State. Um, so 74-48 to 48 is the final. Not good uh, from the score there. J.J. had 16. Maddie had 12. Jayla Hemingway, great to see her back yeah, out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy she's back. That's definitely a good sign. She had nine. Kyle Watson had three. Uh, Isis had five. And Winner Rogers came in and had three free throws that she made. But that was it. Uh, yeah, they didn't really put up a great number of shots, in my opinion. Something that they usually can do. Fifteen of fifty-six, Brian. That's, yeah, that's, that's brutal. From the four, six of twenty-one from three. That's a good number. Um, that's right there at thirty percent. That's mm-hmm. where they're at. Yeah. So they're right at the average. About average, the average yeah. Um, but you know, my I think that this team makes a lot of timely threes in a lot of ways, which is important. <laughs> it was just the second half got away from them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you cannot shoot less from the floor than you do at three. They shot twenty six percent from yeah, the floor. You're not going to win like that. No, I think from the start they weren't really in this game. Like not that they were, no, not that they never could have came back. But from the start, it was like looks like Texas was the better team. Really. Yeah. Um, obviously, playing in Austin is not not easy, but you know. It, it's part of the, it's part of what they do, um, but no, but like, you know, you get outscored twenty five fourteen in the first quarter, not an easy thing to come back from, especially on the road. It's not it's definitely possible, but then obviously the third quarter too. I think I've said this before, but like how you start each half is really important, right? In terms of the end of the game, the start of the game going into the first timeout was an eleven to two Texas lead, and we even and saw that in fifteen to yeah. two, seventeen to four. Seventeen to seven. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, they but, they were down from the beginning yeah. and they just couldn't dig themselves out of that hole. Uh, and Texas shot a, a better number. Um, they only shot nine threes. Yeah, but we saw that in the Kansas game too. We, they were West Virginia was down nine zero. It's just they have a. It looks like there's a common theme of them not really starting off strong. Um, and obviously the Kansas game they were able to come back, which is great. But in it, the Texas game just didn't look like they were really in it. Yeah. From the start, which is unfortunate, but it's I think again it's one of those losses you really just gotta put behind you because they got too much on the line right now to sit back and you know be drained about one loss because last stretch of the season they really want to build that resume because they're similar to the men well kind of similar to the men they're on the outside looking in like they really they the women really need to pick up some wins in the last stretch so yeah they can get in. um for sure Texas 
is number 17 in the country, yeah. too, for what it's worth. Uh, they play Texas Tech next, who they've beaten. That was here, though. Yeah, we called that They're game. They're there. Uh, yeah. Then they play Kansas State, like I said, which is at home. And then Oklahoma State, which is at home. Then they go to Baylor. Then it's time for the Big 12 tournament. Uh, that Oklahoma State game will also be here on United 2. And that's me and you, Brian. Uh, yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. Should be fun. Um, but, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, but, the, you know, this is the first year in a coach be. I, I didn't know what to expect from this team. They've exceeded what I thought oh, they would be. Oh, 100%, yeah. Uh, 11-2 at home. So they've got a couple home games. They continue to win at home. 2-6 and six on the road. Not Not good. Um, and a lot of those games get away from them, um, and that's a little frustrating at times. But three and one on the neutral site, so that gives you a good hope for Kansas City potentially when they go to the mm-hmm. Big Twelve tournament. Sixteen and nine overall, though. I mean, that, that's not a bad number. Yeah. I, I think you know they always say twenty is what gets you in. Yeah, there, there's definitely an opportunity to get to twenty wins here, uh, and then you continue to stack that conference record, which is never a bad thing. Because yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went out the last four. They're really all teams they can beat. Right. They've already beaten. Um, they beat Baylor. Right? Yeah. They beat Baylor. They did lose to Oklahoma State, but that game was fairly tight, yeah. 76-65. The final doesn't show it, but that was on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we said, they already beat Tech. And um, K-State, they've already beaten two. So they've won three out of the four teams they're going to play. Yeah. They've beaten. So that's not bad. And then they're a higher seed in the conference because they've played better as far as – some of the other teams, seven and seven in the conference. Um, so right now, I, they're tied with Baylor. They've got a better record overall than Baylor. Heck, they might just play Baylor right now if yeah. they started today. I think that's what it looks like. They'd just play Baylor. Oh, um, I see. Which I, I don't know if that's what they'd choose. Yeah. But they have beaten them. Yeah. Uh, I think they'd rather play Baylor than Kansas. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I don't know what it is. I mean, well, I know what it is. Saturday, or yes, no, sorry. Wednesday's when they played Kansas last week. Yeah, no. and that game got really, really tight. At the yeah, end very lucky. They were making yeah. shots. Yeah, which is, we've seen. Unfortunately, we've seen. Yeah, that's that's something that's a trend with this team here in the fourth quarter. It looks like a lot of the time. The only thing, the one thing that does help them a lot though, is since since they're so like since they're a very good defensive team. Those scoring yeah. droughts, you know, they're, they, they hold, to be fair to them, they hold a lot of teams in scoring droughts as well. So that's why you saw it in Wednesday night game. Wednesday's night, Wednesday uh, night game against Kansas that, uh, yeah, they were on a scoring drought, but they were still able to, you know, hold Kansas off a little bit because their defense was very aggressive. And obviously you get lucky at the end when Jackson misses that layup when she was a perfect 9 for 9 prior to that. Right. But it's, it's games like those where, like, you can be like, like you know, that we got yeah. a little lucky over there. But, you know, sometimes it's just how it goes. I agree with you completely. Um, so they, they, they've got a lot of opportunity in front of them. Again, the next four teams they've played, they've already beaten three of the four of them. And the Baylor team was ranked when they beat them, so that's always good too. Uh, when you look at the conference standings, again, they're tied for about fifth right now. It's tough to tell. There's a lot of teams that have similar records. Iowa State and Oklahoma State are both 9-5. and five. Mm-hmm. West Virginia and Baylor are both 7-7. Seven and seven. Kansas is right there at 6-8. and eight. Uh, and then you got Tech and Kansas State at four and ten, and then TCU, who one and thirteen. Uh, we, we we've seen West Virginia play them. Who did they beat? Let me look really quickly. Who yeah. they beat in the con- oh they just beat K State. Nice, good for them. Yeah. Um, so that's that's certainly something. And West Virginia doesn't have to play K State coming off a loss to TCU. <coughs> um, 
which you'd think that a team would be pretty fired up about playing an O and thirteen team in the conference, which is what TCU was at the time, uh, just because they. I mean, they, they, it's just a bad year for them, which, you know, happens yeah. um, for sure. So, but they're able to beat K-State. Let's see. K-State plays Kansas next, and then they play the Mountaineers. So there's a chance that you could see K-State drop both of those games too, um, which would knock them down in the standings even further. Uh, they're right there at the bottom, though, at 4-10, right above TCU, but they're tied with Texas Tech. So that that's pretty interesting, uh, I, I think. Um, we also had one of the other sports we cover here at U92 start over the weekend, Brian. Baseball. Uh, yeah, baseball was down in Statesboro, Georgia. They went one and two in the series against Georgia Southern. Uh, four to three was the first game they lost to six to two was the second game they lost. And then they won yesterday, 13 to four. So it was nice to see them come back and really put some runs on the board. Um, that first game, I think that was when Ben Hampton pitched to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is definitely good. Let me find the pitching stats here. Yes, it was Ben Hampton with the start, uh, and he pitched six innings, allowing one hit and one earned run. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Uh, Eight strikeouts. And then Aiden Major came in. He only pitched uh, two at-bats, and he allowed uh, two runs on those on a hit. And then it was Jake Carr who came in for one at bat. He allowed a hit immediately. They pull him. They put in Noah <coughs> Short, who pitches a full inning, allowing one hit. And then it was Kevin Dowdell coming in to finish it off uh, in the first game. Not great. Um, but, you know, part of it, too, is that offensively they were leaving runners stranded. Um, I know Anissa was a little frustrated to see that because that was a common trend from last year as well. Uh, on the Saturday game where they lost 6-2, to two, um, it was, let me find it again here, uh, Blaine Traxel, who started for him, that he pitched five innings, allowing four hits and three runs. And then Robbie Porco came in, or Paraco, excuse me. He pitched one at bat, uh, allowing two runs. And then it was Carlson Reed. He allowed two hits. Uh, Jake Carr came in again. Gavin Van Kempen. Max Yell. Um, and that was a game, again, where the offense did not help much either, only scoring two runs. And then the big win yesterday, 13-4. to four. Uh, You love to see that for sure. Um, it was Grant Siegel who got the win. Five innings pitched, three hits, three runs allowed, three earned runs is what the, you know. But three strikeouts. Uh, then you see David Hagman come in. He allows uh, a hit and a run in an inning and a third uh, Jake Carr comes in again. Noah Short comes in. Aiden Major comes in. Keegan Allen comes in to pitch. Uh, offensively batting for the Mountaineers. Braden Berry had five at-bats, two runs, one hit. J.J. Weatherhold, five at-bats, two hits, one run. Uh, Dane Leonard had three at-bats and one strikeout. Caleb McNeely, uh, five at-bats, two runs, two hits. Logan Sauv, uh he had a hit. Sam White had two hits. So the offense really kind of turn it around on Sunday, but you start one and two kind of, you know, it's a, it's a heck of a long season, Brian, yeah. but yeah. kind of behind the eight ball uh, against a team in the Sun Belt who's projected to be at the top of that conference. However, these are games that you definitely had a chance to win and the two that you lost and you didn't. And now you go to College Park uh, to play Maryland here tomorrow on Tuesday before you head out to Arizona 
for the Arizona trip where you play a series against uh, Arizona. Um, and then you also play the Diamondbacks in an exhibition, which is a really cool thing. Um, Ken Kendrick, the owner of the Diamondbacks, West Virginia alum, uh, part of the reason why they play that series. It's part of the spring training for the Diamondbacks as well. Um, but that's a that's a really cool That'd be fun. Uh, <clears throat> deal there. Uh, right now leading the team in batting average. Again, this is only a three-game sample. Is Logan Salve at 429. J.J. Weatherholt's right behind him at 385. Uh, so, you know, long season, but, uh, you know, last year, um, they look back at games against Canassius where they lost them both here in Morgantown. Um, and that's what kept them out of the tournament at the end. So when you're playing a team that you probably should beat, you have to go beat them, Brian. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think they got, well, again, three games into the series, I mean, into the season. So, you know, <clears throat> obviously one and two is not the start you want. But looking up, they got this. They got the Arizona series. They got some time. And the, the thing about baseball is, is you know, seasons long, it's going to have be a, a lot of you know good runs, bad runs. But it's kind of just yeah, got to get into a rhythm a little bit. So I'm not looking too much into it. The first three games, like you know, obviously one and two is not the best start. But I, I think in the Big Twelve, they'd be able to contend and you know get ready for you know <clears throat> they'll be ready by a Big Twelve play tenor. So yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. Um, so. Hopefully they can get that. They've got a couple, you know, like I said, they go to Maryland in a one-game stint. Uh, then they have a three-game series against Arizona. Uh, then it's one game against the Diamondbacks in an exhibition that won't actually count. Then it's William & Mary, VCU, Richmond, Canassius uh, are all one-game stretches before they go uh, or before they stay at home to play Minnesota. Um, Part of the reason they play William and Mary VCU in Richmond is they're all Virginia schools. They'll just drive around the state and play those yeah. teams. Uh, and then they have their first home game, the opener against Canassius, uh, which will be here before we know it on March 8th, which is a Wednesday um, out at Wagner Field. So that's that's uh, exciting baseball is here. And it will be here on U92 all season long. Um, and we are excited for that because that also means that the warmer weather is coming, Brian. Yeah, for sure. I, <clears throat> the vibes of baseball season is always great. You know, sun's out, it's warmer out. You know, basketball season is great, but it's always, you know, really cold. Welcome to the Coliseum, you know, when it's five degrees outside. But, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think it's going to be a fun season. I think they got a lot going for them this season. And, uh, you know, nothing better than, you know, 75-degree weather in Sunday baseball. Yeah, uh, but it ain't gonna be seventy five till May, buddy. Oh, I'm no. just, I'm just telling you now, just so you know. Okay, oh, it's still really cold out there in April. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd know better than me, but uh, yeah, it, it's 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 cold out there. In April. How cold are we talking? Uh last year I feel like a lot of those games were forty degrees. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, that's not. <coughs> that's not. Um. That's not ideal. Uh, I I think that it's actually a good thing. You do? Yes. Why? Uh, because when you get into Big Twelve play, Brian, are you aware that West Virginia's on an island compared to the other teams in the Big Twelve? They're out here by themselves. Yeah, no, I know. Over in a different time zone, all yeah. of those things that come with that. Yeah, yeah for you, sure. You do know that? No, I mean, yeah. I, okay. I know that. Do you know that, know that uh, Texas Tech, Baylor, Texas, and TCU four teams are all from Texas? Yeah. Okay, and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are from Oklahoma. No way, really? Yep. Oh no. I didn't Do you know, know that it's a lot warmer down there 
Uh, and then they have to come to Morgantown where it's 40 and it's usually raining. So it's not, that could be used to their high advantage. altitude and that West Virginia plays on turf and all of these other things. I, so I think it's to their advantage then, right? Right. I think that yeah. West Virginia is the best home field advantage in the Big 12. Okay. That's fair. Um, That's a fair assumption. I like it. I agree. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. Uh or I guess I do know. I, I think that it is the best uh, home field in the Big 12, which definitely is favorable for this team. Uh, but that that's still a long ways away. We've got to finish basketball season before we even get into Big 12 play. But again, all of those home games will be right here on U92. Um, and I cannot wait for that. It's really fun out there at Wagner Field. Uh, we have a really nice booth and all of the things that come with that as well, Big Mac. For sure. Uh, okay, we're going to hit our first break here. It's beat the clock this morning. Only Tanner and Brian did that today. Uh, Anissa gets a pass. She's not in town. Yeah, the other two. Uh, we, we at least heard from Mounts. Mounts yeah, Mount, Mounts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Mounts, if you're listening, we accept it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tansky, though? Tansky, hey. I mean, he had, his one, we, he had his one day off from the Eagles loss. I don't know. This is... Excuse Two me. Mondays in a row. That's not acceptable, man. Not acceptable. You know that uh, this guy, though, I'm going to give him a pass too. Who? Tansky. Really? Why? He came and picked me up in Pittsburgh. Yesterday. Oh, that's true. Oh, what yeah. a guy uh, he is. What a, oh, he picked you up, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He gets a pass. But you know, yesterday I wake up at 3 a.m. to go to the airport, and I finally get here at 10. And uh, he, I get in the car. First thing he says is, "Hey, don't forget, beat the clock tomorrow." Wake up oh, at wow. six a.m. He says that to me. So he he was so my, he knew he was playing my games, right? But yeah. but for some reason he he didn't do it. Maybe he forgot to set the alarm, man. He didn't beat the clock. That's what he's gonna say. Do you believe that? Not one bit. Not one bit. Man. I I set my alarm like three days in advance. Not really, but <laughs> I, yeah. I try I try I try to be a uh, on top. You know, so no, no 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 other way I'd rather start the week than be here at seven a.m. with you, Tanner. Really well, thank you, Brian. Of course. Is that sarcastic? Though? No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean it. I miss you. I miss you, Tanner. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Fine. That's, that's, that's when you know it's time for When we come back, we'll have more for you. It's Beat the Clock this Monday morning. You're listening to you, 92 The Moose. Baseball baseball is back on U92. Catch every home, catch every home, home game on 917 starting a half an hour before first pitch. you got to put the ball in play. 0-2. He does put the ball in play. There down the right field line. One run is in. Two runs are in. Abernathy being waved home. There is no throw at the plate. It's a double from Dane Leonard. A three-run double. With great non-conference series against the likes of Penn State, Xavier, Pitt, and Marshall, you do not want to miss this season. Smith ready. The 1-2. Swing and a miss again. Smith gets out of it. He inherits two runners and no outs and strands both of them at second and third. Join the sports staff as they cover the Mountaineers series for the Big 12 Conference this spring, right here on U92 with the Moose. That's the ball game. West Virginia takes down number 18, Texas in Morgantown. Have you been missing out on quality sports content? Don't look any further than right here at U92 the Moose. Wednesday night, 6 to 10, it's the sports page. You know, the defense kind of gets lackadaisical. Man. Obviously. That's, a, that's a big word, Brian. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it, so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, Sean? Lackadaisical. I don't even know what it means. It just sounded right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they get lax in their they, effort. They get maybe. lax? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Missed it? Don't worry. Subscribe to the podcast and at United2TheMoose.com. What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian, a sports podcast where we talk 
everything hoops, giving insight, giving our own opinion about the basketball world. Right? Yeah, we're out on all platforms, as we know. And along with that, make sure you subscribe to our socials. Uh, on YouTube, we are at Hoopin with Mike and Brian. On Instagram, we're at Hoopin.mb. On TikTok, we're also at Hoopin.mb. And then on Twitter, we're at Hoopin underscore MB. Yeah. Keep hooping. Do you like sports? How about a new perspective on it? It's the Spartaneer Podcast with myself, United 2 Sports Director, Tanner Labor, and my good friend from Michigan State, Ethan Hunter. We talk about everything from the NHL to pizza, college basketball, and golf, and whatever deep dive we have for you this week. It's the Spartaneer, a cross between East Lansing and Morganton, with roots in Columbus. Join us weekly as we discuss and laugh about what's happened. Find it on your preferred podcast platform by searching the Spartaneer or at unitedtothemoose.com. That's S-P-A-R-T-A-N-E-E-R. Spartaneer. U92 The Moose is your home for the best sports coverage you're going to find here on the campus of West Virginia University. It all starts on Wednesdays from 6 to 10. It's the Sports Block on U92. From 6 to 8, we're talking WVU sports with a tilt towards on-campus coverage. From 8 to 10, it's the Sports Page taking a look at all the national stories you want to hear the U92 sports staff talk about. Then, at the bottom of every hour, tune in for breaking news on all of the top stories in sports by members of the U92 staff. And finally, live sports on U92 The Moose are the bread and butter. Tune in for coverage of both WVU soccer teams, women's basketball, baseball, and WVU hockey live on U92, 91.7 FM, and U92TheMoose.com. You're not going to want to miss any of the sports here on U92. Here at U92, we would like to thank everyone who helped us out in our inaugural Valentine's Day pledge drive. Whether it was financially, through donating food, or just listening in. Your time is not up, though. We are still accepting donations until February 20th. Your generous donations go to helping broadcast students flourish. So pledge your love with U92. It's beat the clock here this morning, Monday morning. Two of the uh, four guys did beat the clock. Indeed. We knew Anissa wasn't going to be here, but it's just Brian McQuallan and myself, Tanner Lambert, uh, having fun with you this morning here from the U92 studios on the campus of West Virginia University. Uh, so, you know, there's that for you. <coughs> right? Yeah. Uh, you watched the Daytona 500 yesterday? Uh, I had it on my laptop. Did you really? Like I like I, I was interested to see who won. Okay, so you actually watched some. Yeah, I mean I I I know my dad's a big my dad watches it. You know whenever I, whenever I was back home, whenever NASCAR 500 was on, so I, I always had it in the back of my mind a little bit. Not a big race, no nah, NASCAR guy, but you know it's 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 fun. It's a fun event to watch. Is it? <laughs> I mean, For you? I mean it's not my cup of tea, but I'm always open to new things. Okay. All right. Right? I don't know what you want me to say to that. I mean, I answered. You asked, I answered. Uh, I guess it's the Great American Race, Brian. Ricky Stenhouse, he gets it. Longest running ever of the Daytona, too. For what oh. it's worth, uh, Joey Logano gets second. I hate that guy. Uh, oh really? Yeah. 
It's a strong word, Tanner. Not not my guy. Not I can your guy. tell you that. Um, and my 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 favorite guy, uh, Chase Elliott got wrecked. Uh, and then Brad Keselowski, I thought maybe could pull it out and win it, as he was sitting in second and third for a while. And then I thought you were going. Weren't you going to go to NASCAR? Huh? I thought you told me you were going to go to to NASCAR one day. Maybe Man. I don't know. I thought you said like that was a, a a goal of yours. What are you talking about? I thought you were going to the actual like event. Yeah, I would love to. I thought. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I thought. I remember you saying you were you were going to. Yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely talked about. It. I thought you meant like I'm going to go race it or something. Oh uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like as a fan. Yeah, I would. I would. Oh god, you can answer your saying though. Uh, well, now I don't even know. You threw me way off. I got super <laughs> confused. Oh, my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. It, it, it is definitely uh, you're bad. <laughs> you're right. Uh, all right. Let's be. Let's be nice. Uh, no. Um, I, I'll, I'll pass. Uh. The other thing, big event this weekend, was uh, out in Hollywood. It was the Genesis Open. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about All-Star Weekend? Oh, we, we'll get to it. Right, I'm just right. delaying the inevitable. Uh, <laughs> Tiger Woods played. You watch any of the golf this weekend? Uh, no, I, 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 I didn't have time. You okay there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I actually do like golf, but I just didn't have it. It just didn't fit my schedule. You didn't have any time to put on Tiger Woods for 20 minutes? I mean, I, I not really, no. I was watching. I just had other sporting events I was focused on yeah but it's it, okay if you are telling me right now that you were watching all-star weekend in the nba out mm. in salt lake city yeah rather than watching tiger play yeah you're out of your mind i guess i'm out of my mind buddy I, look i don't know how many chances are you going to get to see tiger play again live how many all-star games you're going to see lebron left of lebron okay left? you know what that's a fair point thank you that's a fair point i appreciate that <laughs> I would choose Tiger over that. So Th- that's fair. Yeah, no. no, okay. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Okay, good job, Brian. Thank you. Look at you. He's got to appreciate great. No, to be no, fair, that's I, fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you too. Yeah. And LeBron unfortunately got hurt, but we'll get into that later. Did I, he really? Yeah. He he went to uh, he went for a block and his finger like hit the rim. I think he got a t- uh, finger contusion, something like that. But it, it looked like so it he'll hurt. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. If if he's not fine, then Lakers won't be fine. But I thought you meant like he got like hurt. Oh no no, no. there's but I, I I'll let you continue. What were you saying though, about uh? Well, yeah. Tiger made the weekend. He made the cut. So we saw Sunday Red yesterday, and I just think that that's great for the game of golf. Uh, that's all. Yeah. I, I don't like the Genesis Open. I don't like Riviera. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite golf course whatsoever. I think there's tons of other golf courses you could do it at that are much, much better. Yeah. I, maybe it was just the way it was looking on TV, but I didn't think it looked great. Not my favorite place. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of the players like it, though, so it must be a nice course. If I played it, I'd probably like it. So, hey, Riviera, send me an invite. I'll play it. <laughs> Tanner, uh-huh. for, uh, you're going to play in the Masters next year? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I wish. But yeah. No. Me too. Have you ever even played golf? I I've played golf. I've tried to do it on the Wii. <laughs> I've, I've, I've played golf before, yeah. I've been to the driver's r- driving range a couple of times. That's not golf. Then what is it? What is it, it, it? Tell me what that is. Then. Is it, if it's not golf, that's like saying I play basketball and then you then I say yeah. Last night I went and I shot 100 free throws. Okay, yeah. You pl- I, 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 you asked if I ever played golf. Yes, I've, that's not play, playing golf. Means you play the course, like you write it on a scorecard. I don't have the money to do that. <laughs> that's a long stare you're giving me, Tanner. Okay, fine. I, oh no, what's with the look of disappointment? Man? You don't have the money to do that. Uh, going to the driving range cost about two thirds of what it costs to play an actual round of golf. I'm saying, for like to get the clubs and get all that good stuff. What driving range do you go to that has clubs for you? 
It's a dollar for a club. What are you talking about? I'm <laughs> saying like if I go to the driver's driving range, they like you can pay for a club to to rent. No way. Yeah. It's like a, it's a do- it's an extra dollar just for like a dry uh I I don't I don't know which ones they give, I don't remember which ones they give you but like a but yeah you you can for a dollar. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's you, I've never been to a driving range that does that. So you have to bring your own? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. At least how it is in in New Jersey where I live. Yeah, like you can I mean god, they pump your gas for you. They're giving you yeah, clubs they spoil to rent. Us, man. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I'm surprised they don't let you borrow any. I'm not. Oh, I, I'm just I'm just telling that maybe I just have a different up there in North Jersey, but um, yeah, that's probably what it is. It's North Jersey, so it's different. Cause like I don't own any clubs, so every time I want, it, they it, they they charge you for the amount of golf balls, whatever, how many, you, however many you want, and then they're like, "Do you need a club?" They're like, "Yeah," they're like, "That's an extra dollar, one dollar, that's it." I'm surprised. Oh, I'm surprised too. I did not expect that out of you. Really? Would no. you? What were, what were your expectations? I, I don't like you took your dad's or something. My dad doesn't golf. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. What's going Does on? Does your here? grandpa golf? No. He's actually listening right now, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> um. I. All right. Okay. Well, what's the problem with that? No, I, 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 I. That's just weird. I don't know. Um. What I do know though is, uh, I got 15 calls from Brian over the weekend. I was gone for four days. Okay, you called me too. Don't act like you. Five days. I called you to talk about the women's game. No, then you called me. You called me a couple times. All right, fine. Um, but uh, at one point when I called, Brian was making mac and cheese. So we're proud. I was making mac and cheese. Yeah, uh-huh. I was. I had a lot of mac and cheese over the weekend. Except yeah. he, you know, has to make it in his dorm and he makes it in the microwave. So yeah. it's a lot different, a lot easier for him. Tasted good, though. Same taste. Not even close. Got the job done. I mean, that's fair, I guess. But I didn't even no have to look at filling. I didn't even have to look at the box this time. It was just all memory. Did you use, like, sink water from the dorm sink? <laughs> no, no, I have water in my room. Oh, you, okay, all right, good. What What do you think? Well, do you, all right, so, like, uh, last year, for example, when we, were, when we were living in the dorm together, we made a ton of friends in that dorm, one of those Ryan Leonard. <laughs> um, and I remember, you know, he, he would talk about how gross the sink water was and all this stuff. Yeah. And then he'd eat ramen every day. And one day he saw me... Like at the water fountain where they have the filtered water thing. Yeah. And I was making ramen too. And I was using that water from the filter straight. And he goes, what are you doing? And I said, <laughs> "What? you don't do this when you make yours? He goes, no. I said, well, what do you use? He goes, the sink water. I said, the sink water that you won't drink? And he goes, yeah. I was like, and you're going to put that in your food and <laughs> cook your food in it and then eat it? And he goes, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> and I go, yeah. yeah. You know. So what? I, I that's know. just him. I, you know, so I, 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 I was just making sure you weren't doing that too. Oh no, no, no! I, I make sure my I use I use you uh, use your like water bottle. Or yeah, yeah. Okay, that was his job. All right, good. You could talk about All Star Weekend now. Go ahead. Okay, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a. Uh, you did you watch it or no? No. Okay, that's what I thought. Not even. <laughs> I mean, I'm more into like the Saturday night type stuff with like the dunk contest, three point contest, as opposed to like Friday night or even the All Star game. Um, so I, I thought I had a good time watching it. I thought Mac McClung put on a show. Did some crazy dunks, three point contest. My boy Julius Randle uh, didn't didn't show out, but it was fun seeing uh, Tyrese Halliburton put on the show. Then Damian Lillard ended up winning it, um, so that that was fun. Uh, I thought the skills challenges was interesting. The new they had like a new setup. They 
just had different types of challenges, different uh, different obstacle course as they have had in recent years, which I thought was fun. So I enjoy I, I enjoyed it. Saturday night was fun watching it. Um, my favorite event is definitely a three point contest, uh, but it, it was fun. And I I will say Jericho Sims, my guy, he's New York Nick, probably has the most cringe dunk in NBA history. I don't know if you saw it, Tanner. No, okay, yeah, Tanner shaking his head. Uh, but yeah, and then in terms of the game, I'm not a huge All Star Game guy. I think it's you know maybe fun for the fans to watch, but you know it. You can't go go into the game expecting them to play defense for 48 minutes. It's just not going to happen. It's like any other really any other professional sports like All Star Game. Like that no one wants to get hurt, which I get. Uh, Jason Tatum put on a show though. He had 55 points, I believe it was the, the new record. Hello, Tanner, are you good? Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, okay, awesome. Way to go. Was he being coached by Joe Mazzulla? Uh. What team was he on? I don't remember whose his coach was. Because it was the coach. Who like was the, the other coach besides Joe? Mike Malone? Nuggets coach? That's what I was going to guess. Okay. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, it was fun. Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. I just, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the <clears throat> the Saturday night events as opposed to anything else. But it, it was a fun event, Tanner. Uh, thanks for giving me a little rant about it. It was fun. I just, I know people are critical of it on Twitter, but I don't know what people expect. Do people expect there to be... Again, defense for 48 minutes is just not going to happen. It's not not the world we live in for the All-Star game, at least. Mm-hmm. But it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And unfortunately, there was, LeBron got hurt, which I was a little upset because I enjoy watching LeBron play. Um, but, yeah, then that, that was that was basically it. Okay. okay. Way to go. Okay. I, I'm so proud of you for all of that analysis. Really? No. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Um, you were rooting for Julius Randle. I'm surprised you hate that guy. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> sorry. Um, it, it, no, I'm just critical of him because, as I've said before, I think he gets he, – he puts up numbers but doesn't translate to winning. Um, but to be fair to him, I've said I think R.J. Barrett deserves more slack than um, than Julius Randle gets, at least this season. Uh, so Randle will definitely get some unwanted hate, unnecessary hate sometimes. Even for myself, I can admit that. But, you know, if, if a New York Knicks is competing in an event, I'm a root for him. And he just he did better he did better than uh, Kevin Herter, so he didn't come in last place. Who? Kevin Herter. You don't know who Kevin Herter is? Yeah, Kings. There you go. So yeah, I mean, I, I give I him credit. For two for, on the guesses. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Tanner. Way to go, Tanner. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Julius Randle did not win, but you're going against some of the best shooters in the world. I didn't really expect him to, but it, it was a fun event, and uh, you know, I got to give him credit for going out there and you know trying his best, and you know. Unfortunately, you don't win everything in life. Going out there and trying his <laughs> he's, best. Like he's not known he for makes three... fifty something million a year. Probably and... no, definitely more. But uh, yep, you tried your best. Way to go. <laughs> I'm just because he's not. Now here's a load management game. Take the night off. <laughs> he's not a three point shooter by any means. I don't even know why he was invited to be honest. Yeah, with no, that's fair. I don't. I wouldn't have thought Julius Randle should be in the three point. Guy. That's what I was. I mean, he shoots a lot of them, but he doesn't make a lot of them. Like put Deuce in there instead. Come on. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Um, uh, who who did Lillard beat out at the? Oh, he beat he beat Buddy Hield and Hall, Halliburton too. Oh, whatever. Yeah, because I was three. hoping Buddy Hield could win that. Give the Pacers some notoriety. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton's on the Pacers, Tanner. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. You see, that's how relevant the Pacers are. <laughs> well, how do you have two guys from the same team in the same event? I don't. That I, is stupid. I don't make the rules. That is stupid. They, they, it's been like that a million times when the, when Curry and Clay Thompson went against each other. Yeah, those are two of the best in the league. When you think three-point shooters, yeah, my mind goes to Buddy Heald and Halliburton. Buddy Heald leads the league in three-point makes. Well, right, but does anybody know that? 
Me. Okay. Probably most NBA fans probably know that he's people that watch regular, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody do that. What do you mean nobody cares? When is the last time a Buddy Heel graphic has went up on the Twitter of ESPN? I don't. I, I what is when what? he got drafted? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they're not marketing people that are stars, quote unquote. It's only ever you know the big guys, LeBron, Giannis, 